Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey y'all, hey. Welcome to Such a Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. If you are stumbling upon Such a Lady, thank you for stopping by. We hope you stay a while. Welcome to our toxic family. To all to all our sales. Thank you for tuning back in. Your support does not go unnoticed and I definitely appreciate y'all. Y'all are the sweetest sweetest family ever. Um I hope you all had an amazing weekend. Um, Her Faith and Bossed Up Candles, 80 Style Sip and Paint was a blast. And some of our sales came out and had a good time with us. So that was really good. So if you listen, if you're in Oklahoma or if you want to come to Oklahoma once a month planet, come hang out with your girl. We likes to have a good time just once a month. We don't want to do too much. You got to ration out the fun. Okay, just ration it out. Too old to be every weekend. I can't do it. I I commend those who can. I want to be able to be that person that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I can hang out. But listen, you get one day from me. That's one day. One. Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I thank you all for supporting all of my ventures because I know I'd be trying to have my hand in every little bitty thing. But I love y'all for that. Like, I appreciate y'all. Um, this week, such a lady is Sarah, mom of boys. Thank you for being you and being this week such a lady. We definitely appreciate your support and we love you for that. So, thank you, mom of boys. Listen, I don't know how you do it. Listen, because boys ain't no joke. They love their mamas. They absolutely do. But honey, oh my gosh, do you ever get to breathe? My grandson does not even let my daughter breathe at all. Like it's just he wants her ear. That's that's his ear, my ear, my ear. And I'm like, how you get possessive over somebody's ear that don't belong to you? But he is, and he do not care. So listen, I commend you. Um, this week's toxic story reminds me that. Sometimes we only see things from our perspective and based on our own experiences. Um, I was watching Evil Lives here on the ID channel and the story being told broke my heart. And I know I say that about all the stories, but this one, like it just broke my heart. And um, one of the things that the young lady said was that she just figured that's the way things were. That's how all families work because that was all she had ever known. But what was heartbreaking was all that she had ever known was evil, like pure evil. Um, Michelle Blair, Michelle Blair was a mother of four children, two boys and two girls. So we had Stoney Ann, we had Stephen Gage, we had... 
Gabrielle, and then we have Matthew. So these were these were her four children. Now Blair had two different fathers um, for all of her children, and the fathers were not in the children's lives. And some would say it's because Blair made it hard for them to come around because she was crazy. But others said that they were just absentee fathers, and Blair was a loving mother to her four children. So you had. Some people saying that the daddies just sucked. And then you had some people saying that, you know, they tried to come around, but it's hard to come around when somebody's making it hard for you. Every time you come around, it's, you know, screaming, hollering, yelling, acting crazy. So, you know, I wasn't there. But either way, the truth would eventually come out about what was really going on at the Blair House of Horrors. Because... This house was really called the House of Horrors. Um, According to Gabby, Blair's daughter, her oldest daughter, once their father, the children's fathers left, her mother took her anger out on her four children. Blair decided some time ago that working just wasn't for her. That wasn't her thing. She didn't want to do it. Um, Although she had four kids, she didn't feel like she needed to work. It just wasn't her thing. So she quit working and used the money that she got to support her children and to feed her children to support her drug and alcohol addiction, leaving her children with little to no food at some times, which is so sad because as an adult like me, when I say I'm hungry, you got about 30 minutes to get me the food before I start catching the whole attitude, before hangry Siobhan start coming out. And I'm not being funny. I, like, that's for real. Like, once I express that I'm hungry, we need to be in route to get food at that moment, at that time. Like, don't don't delay, let's be on our way. I like that. <laughs> don't delay, let's be on our way to food. So can you even imagine being a child, hungry, and not able to express how you feel because you're scared of the repercussions you know what I mean? We we just take that for granted. We're, we're, we hungry. We shout it out. I'm hungry. You want to go get something to eat? Let's go get something to eat. But as a child, you can't even say that because you're scared of what might happen to you. Um, in addition to having to guess when your next meal was going to be, Blair also subjected her children to extreme child abuse. Y'all, I'm talking bad. Blair's daughter, Gabby, said that she has scars from the abuse that she endured from... There's a cut on her lip from a time that her mother threw a toy at her. Like, clearly you can see the cut on her lip. And then there was another time that she said that um, her mother was yelling at her and she got so upset with her that she picked up a curling iron and hit her with it causing her tooth to shatter now Gabby's aunt comes over and she's like hey what's going on with your lip why are you bleeding and before her aunt could even come in the house Blair had told Gabby listen you better tell whoever that is at the door that your brother did that to you so she had these babies trained, you know what I mean? Like they were they were in constant fear, but she also had them trained like, listen, this is what you say, 
this is how you say it. Don't say it like that because they're going to they're gonna know something's up. So you have to say it exactly like this. And they were scared. So they were going to say it exactly how she told them to say it. I don't blame them. I would have said it exactly how she told me to say it too. Um, so the aunt gets there and she's like, hey, you know, what's going on? And she's like, oh, you know, my brother did this to me. And she's like, well, come on, let's get you to the dentist. And Blair's like, she don't want to go to nobody's dentist. She likes her tooth like that. And the aunt asked, um, you know, Gabby, do you really like it like that? And be out of fear of her mother. She's like, yeah, I want to be different. I want to keep it like this. You know what I mean? What what child wants to have? Listen, I had a gap and a cricket tooth. My mama sent me to the dentist one day on my own, on my own self, by myself. I came out of there. I didn't have a gap no more, and my tooth was straight. My mom was like, what did you do? I told them what you wouldn't tell them. I didn't want to have this gap no more. Why are my teeth crooked? So the dentist was like, okay. My mama had already given them out there. And this was back in the day. So you know that things weren't as, okay, well, you have to be this age. My mama had called. I'm at work. My daughter's coming. She's 16. I went in there, came out, whole new person. So... As a 16-year-old, I knew that I didn't want to have that. So can you imagine your mother making your tooth shatter and then her making you walk around looking like that? Like, that's that's a, that's a special kind of evil. Now, it, I was wondering, did these family members know? Because you know me, I'm like, what's going on? But one of Blair's, well, one of Gabby's, one of the children's aunt was actually a child abuse investigator with the Detroit Police Department. And she had expressed, like, she expressed to Blair, like, listen, I know that you over here doing something to these kids. Like, she called her out. And she said that once she called her out on this stuff, she, along with other family members, got cut off. So it was like, as long as you were giving and helping Blair and keeping your mouth closed, you could be a part of her family. But as soon as you called her out on what she was doing, then you had to go. Um, and it, and that's so sad. You know what I mean? So the abuse kept getting worse for the children. Gabby said one night she had a dream that her mother was in an accident and died. So she woke up feeling like the dream was real and goes to find comfort in her mother. Now, Gabby says that when she gets to her mother, she wakes her up and, you know what I mean? Her mother's like, what's going on? Gabby says she was met with a cold shoulder. Her mother was like, what do you, what do you woke me up because of a nightmare? Like, go back to sleep. Like, stop playing with me. Like, get your tail back in there. Don't wake me up for no stupid stuff. That, that was how she's, said her mother met her and that is when Gabby knew that she could not turn to her mother for comfort but she didn't feel bad because she said that that was she thought that was how all mothers were how all families were that that was all that that baby had ever seen can you imagine that being your no, your normal like for real can you imagine the only thing that you thought was normal was on TV and you knew that was fake because they scripted that but you felt like every household lived the same life that you live and your and the life that you lived was horrible 
like so one day Blair comes in and she finds her youngest son playing with some toy dolls and he was playing with them in a way that Blair felt was suggestive inappropriate for someone of his age Blair needed to know where he got this behavior from and she needed to know now like it wasn't she wasn't gonna (coughs) sorry guys she wasn't gonna pull him to the side she wasn't gonna talk to him later like she needed to know now um Blair claims that her older son would always pick on the younger siblings so when she saw this behavior she immediately asked if he was being you know abused molested by his older nine-year-old brother so imagine your mom not this I I make cookies and wait for you by the bus stop not this I tuck you in and comfort you when you have bad dreams because we know that's not the type of mother that she was we're talking about the mother who took the time out to boil water only to throw it on your children like you have to be a special kind of mad for a long time because do you know how long it takes to boil water? Like, y'all, I'm not being funny at all. But just think about it. Like, when I'm pissed off, I might take a walk, go drive, whatever the case may be. But over time, the anger usually dissolves. doesn't get worse. It gets, it kind of goes down. But Blair's didn't. Like, I asked Siri yesterday, because I was serious. I was like, Siri... How long does it take to boil water? And Siri was like, Siobhan. She didn't say Siobhan, but she answered me. She was like, um, water reaches a boiling point at 212 degrees Fahrenheit or 100 degrees Celsius. So then I made a salad last night. So then I was like, okay, well, let's just figure this out because I want to know. So I put the, the water on, put it on high, put a top on it. 827 water doesn't start boiling till about 831 and i put warm water in there and so i'm just 27 28 31 so we're like four or five minutes before it starts boiling and so i'm just imagining by the time that i'm doing that i'm forgetting that i got the water on that short amount of time i'm forgetting i'm doing other stuff but i'm just thinking this lady stayed mad the whole time this water is boiling unless she just been having water on all day so that she can prepare to, to, to put it on her kids. But I would hope not because that sounds even worse. But you get what I'm saying? So you still that mad. Then you got to walk to where the kids are. You know what I mean? You got to walk to where they at, at with that same anger and that same rage. And not ever do you think, okay, this is not okay. I shouldn't be putting this boiling water on my kids. I shouldn't be throwing it on them. Like what I want somebody to do that to me. Never not one time. It was normal for her. Um, I, Blair was wrong. She was wrong as two left shoes. But I do believe that she suffered from severe mental illness. I absolutely do. I, I do. Because you can't think that that's okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm nobody's doctor. I don't claim to be. But to think that it's okay to treat your kids this way is concerning. Um, I did some research and Blair said that she was abused by a woman for years and she knew how it that felt, the shame and the embarrassment. So when she walked in and she saw her son playing with these dolls, she probably lost it more than before. You know what I mean? She was already 
on the edge all the time. But like that was probably something that like the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, and then she said it was her responsibility to take care of her kids. You know what I mean? So for her to say that she needed to be the person to protect her kids and then to see that, you know what I mean? That was her first response. So after Blair, you know, asked Matthew, she wasn't really asking. She was more like accusing. She was more like, um, putting like, you know how somebody's asking you a question, but they already know the answer. That's kind of like it was. Um, and when you think about it, the mother wasn't the sweet cookie mother. She was the mother that scared the hell out of these kids. So when he kept asking, when she kept asking him, like, did, did your brother do this to you? Did Steven do this to you? He eventually said yes. And I'm sure that he said it out of fear. But that statement caused Blair to lose it. She took an extension cord and wrapped it around her nine-year-old son's neck, dragging him out of the room like a laundry bag. For the next couple of days, Blair would torture her son to the point of killing him. She threw boiling water on his genitals. She punched him. Anything that you can think of, she did to this baby boy. There was never any evidence to prove that this molestation took place. But even if it did, just say, for instance, even if it did, get the baby some help. Beating him was not going to fix the problem. Choking him with an extension cord was not going to fix the problem. If he's molesting somebody, his younger brother, get him the help that he needs. Your help killed this baby. Anyway, but Blair thought that it would. Her, her parenting styles would help or maybe she didn't maybe she intended on killing her son all along I mean we don't know only Blair will know what she was thinking in those moments but after killing her son she had to do something with the body and Blair said that she wanted to call the police and turn herself in but her youngest son the one that she was protecting didn't want her to leave so she wrapped her son Stephen the one that she had just kill in his favorite blanket and put him in the freezer. Blair would go on with her three children as if she did not have to walk past this freezer every day with her dead son in it. Blair continued to torture and abuse her other three children. And at one point, Child Protective Services even got involved and Blair was charged with child abuse. But... The children were never removed from her home. And the only thing that Blair was charged with, well, she had to go to parenting classes. The children never got removed from the home, but she was ordered to go to parenting classes. Uh, I just can't make it make sense. You know that this lady is abusing her kids. Don't even take them out till after the parenting classes, but these babies got to stay with her while she, uh, apparently she got to go back to school. So what, she get to hit on the kids till she learn? And how do y'all know she even paying attention? Did she have to take a test when she finished to say, okay, she's worthy to still have these kids in her custody? No, she didn't have to because they never even left her custody. That's so sad. Okay, so one day Blair's daughter, Stoney, said that her younger brother got the most attention, to which Blair said she snapped. 
She already thought that Stoney was molesting Matthew as well, but this put her over the edge and she started beating Stoney and then hit her with the two by four, eventually killing one more of the children that Blair gave birth to. You know what I mean? These aren't strangers. These aren't people who are threatening your lives. These are children. You're supposed to be protecting these babies and you're out here just marking them off, started with four, down to two, and you're okay with that. Again, Blair would not call for help or turn herself in. She had gotten away with murder the first time, so what What was different this time? What was different now? So she put this baby in the same freezer that her son was in, laid stony on top of Stephen, and goes on about her life. But this time... Blair and her attitude had burned so many bridges. She had no one to help her. And that's so crazy because my daddy would always say that. And I, I remember that to this day. He said, don't, br- don't burn bridges. You might have to cross again. And when I was young, I didn't know what you mean burning bridge. I can't burn no bridge. I'm going to go to jail. But <laughs> once I was old enough, I knew exactly what that meant. You know what I mean? You get to a point in life where you think you arrived and you start treating people like crap and you don't know it's that quick. Your life can change. And them same people that you crapped on to get to the top will be the same people you got to see going down. So don't burn bridges that you might have to cross. It took me a long time to get it, but once I got it, I'll never forget it. But Blair, didn't nobody tell her that supposedly because she was burning every bridge, every bridge she came in contact with. So when she was set to get evicted because she owed over $2,000 in back rent, she didn't have nobody she could call. Nobody. So she had to leave. They forced her out of her home, the home that she shared with her children, the home that she murdered her children in. She had to leave. And what's wild is that Blair didn't say, okay, she didn't put up a fight. She didn't say, I'm going to leave and I'm going to take this freezer with me. She didn't do that. She knew she was getting ready to have to leave this home. So she left with her two children and she went to go stay at a neighbor's house. So when they come in, you know, to clean her stuff out and put it by the curb, you know how they do when you get evicted. They're cleaning the stuff out and one of the helpers, workers come in, they open up the freezer and the house is already filthy. So I'm sure they're already like, oh my gosh, this pigsty, we have to clean this up. I'm sure they never ever in a million years imagined that when they went in there, that they were going to find the bodies of two dead kids. I'm sure they never even imagined that, but they did. And so when they found the kids, they called the police and, you know, they, they know who's staying here. They know who they evicted from this house. They know whose stuff this is, but they don't have to look very far to find Blair because she's at a neighbor's house. And when she's caught, Blair don't have no remorse, none, none whatsoever. She said she would do it again if she had the chance. She said that it had to be done. There were demons in those kids. Um, She knew demons like this. She had experienced them from when she was molested. So she had to take care of them. She had to protect her children. Again, I was never able to find any proof that either of Blair's children were molested. I can't. I mean, that Matthew was molested by either of her children. I wasn't able to find any proof. She didn't call the police. She didn't report it. Um, 
there was there was no evidence even after she got arrested there was no evidence um i think blair was sick and so many people failed her children and they failed her had she never been molested or gotten help because blair said that when she told her mother about her abuse she was told what do you want me to do about it like what how, what do you want me to do about it it happened kind of the same reaction that blair met her daughter with about the nightmare what do you want me to do about it go back to bed you woke me up for this so do i think blair was wrong absolutely but do i feel like she was failed as well yes just like her daughter said that was all she knew maybe this was normal for blair she just went too far maybe this was all she knew you know what i mean who was telling her something different what what you know what what was the her life like growing up you know what i mean to make her think it was okay where was her mama at to tell her no this is not okay um i think that what she did was wrong and she deserved to go to jail but i do think that blair was failed as well um blair was sentenced to life in prison so she will never be able to see the light of day i won't say that she won't ever be able to hurt her children again because her actions will always affect them and it makes me ask myself what does the normal look like for my family and make me want to do better you know what i mean do we show love do we show kindness do we show forgiveness do we show grace or are we always mad are we scared to talk to each other? Is this a safe place? Cuz you know what I mean, I can get on here all week long and call y'all my family and say how much I love y'all cuz I do, but if I don't meet the people in my house with that same love and that same respect, then it don't matter what I say to y'all cuz it's, it's it means nothing if my house ain't in order. You know what I mean? And when we know better, we can choose to do better or we cannot choose to do better. But that being said, if you are in a relationship that is preventing you from being the best version of you, or if you are in a relationship that you know is not right, you know is toxic, then I pray today that you choose you. I pray today that you walk away. Again, you don't have to tell everybody all your business. Everybody don't need to know all your business. Sometimes it's best to move in silence. If you need any help getting away, you can always reach out to us. There is help available. Toxic is not normal. I know we joke around all the time on here and we say, you know, um, welcome to our toxic family. But I'm talking about listening to the podcast. Don't don't be in nobody's toxic relationship. You're worth more and it's not worth it. Um, and if you need help, you can always reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-722-SAFE. You can always reach out to us. We'll get you in contact with the right people. There is help out there for you. And all you got to do is know that you deserve better. Um, This story was a sad story for me. Rest in peace to, you know, Stoney Ann and Stephen Gage. And to all the other children who were, you know, put to death by the people who were supposed to protect them. Rest in heaven to all those babies. Listen, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for your support. 
And don't forget to be great on purpose, y'all. If you want to meet me, meet us over at Such a Lady 30 on Instagram or Such a Lady on Facebook. I definitely appreciate all the comments, all the love, all the support, all the new followers. Listen, we're at 217, y'all. Y'all might not know nothing, but 17 is my number. 17 is my angel number. So that being said, that's how I know we headed in the right direction. Our community is, it is, what is it, organically being grown naturally. We're not putting no no extra additives. Not We're not doing none of that. It's just us over here. Word of mouth. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Now y'all, listen, today's Monday. Don't let nobody steal your joy because they didn't give it to you. Do not, okay? Remember that all day. Don't let nobody steal your joy because they didn't give it to you. I'll see y'all next week, same time, same place. Don't forget to be great on purpose. Love y'all. Bye.